Hi, it's me, Ranjit. If you enjoyed this episode, I request you to leave us a review. This will help us to reach more great podcast listeners like you. Thank you. Welcome to FS Brew. FS Brew is the region's first podcast focusing on all things insurance and insurtech here in the UAE and the wider Middle East. Hello, I'm Vidya. I'm the founder of Forward, a startup that works with insurance companies to accelerate their go-to-market proposition, digital transformation, and digital marketing initiatives. Hi, I'm Ranjit Philip. I advise startups on their business models, go-to-market strategies, funding, and financials. I'm deeply interested in the fintech, insurtech, and the DeFi space. We have a power-packed episode lined up for you. Let's get into it. Yeah, so first off, let's go to Saudi Arabia where Sama has come out with draft rules to enable insurtech firms to be set up and to operate. Uh, and basically, these are focusing on consumer rights, uh, fair competition, and technology services, etc. So this is probably uh, one of the first few regulators to do this. Uh, what do you say, Vidya? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a much-needed move. I think in this region as well, we've seen IA come out with their sort of draft regulation on how should an insurer go about doing digital commerce. Um, and I know of, you know, CBB having a similar sort of a framework. I think it just enables the entire ecosystem to, you know, do a fair play when it comes to digital commerce, digital um, selling of insurance products. So uh, good going summer. Um, and let's see how that really develops because a case is, a, you know, a really buoyant market to sell insurance online. I mean, it's uh, nearly uh, 30 million people and insurance penetration is uh, under 2%, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So this could probably promote a number of insurtech companies to uh, sort of start thinking of KSA as a a region. We we already know that uh, DFSA, which is a Dubai Financial Services Authority, has their own uh, insurance sandbox. uh, Yeah looking at insure tech companies and licensing them. So that is also happening. Another interesting piece that uh, we picked up, uh, Ranjit, was, you know, we spotted Rack Insurance's telematic survey that's doing the rounds, um, asking consumers their, you know, driving behaviors, their preference to, you know, download an app. Would they be able to, would they like to do that? Uh, Would they like getting motor insurance based on their driving behavior and so on and so forth? So clearly, um, they're working on uh, motor insurance proposition based on telematics uh, for this market. Um, you know, very exciting to know how they progress on that and all the insights that they would gather and based on which they come up with it. Um, your thoughts on this, Ranjit? Yeah, absolutely. This is exciting. This is probably um, one of the first ones. We, we, we are aware of another one that's working in the, uh, you know, another insurtech is working in this space. Uh, yeah. we, we can't obviously talk about it at this time, but uh, this is exciting because it's a different product. Obviously, yeah. this has its issues with uh, privacy and, uh, you know, are people really happy to part with their location information, uh, uh, their, you know, opening up their phone to be tapped by your uh, insurance company in return yeah. for a price reduction. Uh, yeah. that's, that's going to be very interesting. And talking about price, and we were discussing this uh, just a few minutes back, is how much lower can you go in motor insurance pricing 
So with the number of these aggregators already out here, yeah. what kind of a reduction will attract yeah. customers? Yeah, no, that's a really valid point because uh, we know that in markets like the US, it makes a lot of sense because generally the more you know insurance pricing is quite high. Um, and with this, they you know many customers or most customers who subscribe to it, they actually find a substantial difference and reduction in their uh, motor insurance costs. Um, uh, whilst here, like you said, it's a, it's a price war, so it's a, it's a wait and watch. I think uh, when it comes to this proposition, but very interesting. Yeah, very interesting indeed. And uh, I I wonder if uh, other insurers will take note and jump into this. Does it mean that yeah. they will delist from aggregators and just focus on? Uh, yeah. this kind of a product offering or will they look at customer segments which have traditionally got high rate, rating like uh, the you know the under 25 kind of customer base or the fleet policies you know where the pricing is high so can telematics bring the cost down for uh, the insured mm, very interesting very vibrant ideas but my bet is they will wait and watch too being a risk averse industry <laughs> <laughs> it's time to jump in, I would say. So the next piece is from uh, our homegrown uh, InsurTech, Hala. Uh, I was uh, walking outside the other day in an um, uh, Imar area where I live, and I saw these leaflets from Hala, which is advertising home insurance. They were offering a 10% discount or something, and if you turn it over the other side, there was a, a motor insurance product for the same discount. So. Clearly, they have started hitting the market with their new product offering. Yeah. Uh, if you recollect, Ranjit, it, uh, we broke the news, I think, to the market first. We mentioned Allah's, you know, up to something campaign, which was like a teaser sort of a campaign. Um, yes. it, it's, it's a reveal of that. So they have um, uh, launched home insurance and they have been actively promoting that. Um, they are very cleverly tied up with a lot of influencers. Um, spoke about the benefits of home insurance, how um, easily accessible it is in terms of costs. Um, and they did a really good job of that. So consistent sort of, you know, um, perceptive building about home insurance itself. And now I think they've taken it to offline areas. You know, like you mentioned, they've come to EMAR. Uh, they're promoting that directly with the homeowners and renters. And I do know from their social media page, they are now going to Aldar as well which is in Abu Dhabi, and I, I'm assuming they're going to talk to the homeowners and renters and, you know, persuade them to get home insurance. So I think it's a, it's a good work on them. They seem to be quite dedicated about it. Um, yeah. I saw some stat that they put out as well saying less than 3% of the residents in the UAE have home insurance. So very, you know, quite alarming as a stat. So, and, and conversely, that means quite a lot of potential uh, for insurers to penetrate. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, in places like uh, the US, uh, the renter's insurance is mandatory in many states, so you, you automatically get it. Uh, I remember getting it from Lemonade, uh, and uh, wow. here it's not. Uh, we also know that another company which has made headway in the home insurance space here is Union Insurance with their embedded offering with Etisalat. So right. uh, so that's that's probably another way of reaching uh, home insurance targets in that sense. Potentially, yes, absolutely. All of these guys have it. All these insurers have home insurance as a product, uh, but 
we've not seen many uh, who have actively promoted that. So kudos to Hala for having done that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think this is probably their step into other lines of businesses other than motor and home as well? Yeah. So it feels like now they will be on to pet is my bet. <laughs> yes. So um, latest news around one of the companies that, you know, recently got uh, bought over AXA. Uh, they have, you know, officially rebranded uh, themselves as GIG Gulf. Earlier they had revealed the name, but never, you know, really shown the look and feel. But I think now they've you know, given us a preliminary look and feel of that. It is on their website, GIG Gulf itself. And, you know, you could see the rebranding. Um, even their um, CMO had revealed it in, in her video. Uh, so clearly they're going towards that direction. But nevertheless, as it stands now from a customer acquisition point of view, they continue to be under AXA Gulf's name. Um, you know, in fact, recently I got an ad on my feed, which is around the electric cars. So they're promoting, um, you know, customers to purchase motor insurance through them if they have an electric car. Seems like they may have a, um, an add-on proposition for them. So, yeah, so there, there is obviously campaigns going around under the name of AXA Gulf. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a bit strange, right? You, you still have the old branding and the ads are going around that. Um, I wonder when that transition is going to happen. Uh, a cheaper insurance for electric cars. We all know that electric cars attract a higher insurance rate. Uh, so that's probably a good thing with a number of Teslas coming on the road. Um, and I can see that their uh, insurtech partner, which is Bima, also is active on Instagram with uh, you know, I think they were advertising some free fuel, hundred dirhams worth of yeah. fuel. You uh, take their insurance uh, stuff yeah. like that. The Enoch Pact, yes, which is the Enoch Pact Insurtech, and, and, uh, um, and uh, the CEO of which we we want to get on the show at some point or the other. Yeah, and uh, and a number of other ads also running around. Uh, Notice that RSA was offering a. Very dirt cheap uh, third-party insurance product starting at just three seventy-five, and uh, yeah. uh, get a quote in three minutes. So that's that's interesting. So we need to probably do give their online uh, portal a test run. Yeah, good to know to see how they are performing at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do, do and uh, something on Policy Bazaar. Yeah, no, so there was, it was very interesting. Uh, I saw Policy Bazaar uh, ads coming onto my feed, but not under the name of Policy Bazaar. It was Insurance Bazaar. So right. it had a branding, it had a look and feel and whatnot. But if you read the copy and if you click on it and you, you know, get onto the landing page, it actually takes you to Policy Bazaar's landing page. Right. Uh, so that was that was. Very, very interesting. I was wondering what is the tactic here? Why are they going through this? Is it a case of, you know, the shadow websites that we had spoken about at the very first episodes where, you know, we've seen a number of brokers trying to have multiple websites working towards, you know, a one company name. Um, yeah. Could it be that case? Your thoughts, Ranjit? Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, I, either it's that or, or somebody, you know, made a small error somewhere because if you go to the Facebook page and click on the link, it actually takes you to the India site, policybazaar.com, not right UAE site. So yeah, we need to dig a little deeper into this. <laughs> it looks like it because their Instagram ads is certainly taking us to the uh, UAE site. 
Mm, yes. So maybe it's something for Policy Bazaar to you know have a check. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed our bite-sized episode of News with Analysis. We certainly enjoyed putting this together after a long time. If you like this episode, please leave us a review or a like and subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is available on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. So please do check us out there. See right. you next time. See you next time. Mm-hmm.